can't believe you sat him. Welcome to the 102 Podcast. It's time to recap week six and check in with our guests. We're almost halfway through the season. Uh, we only have second seven weeks left. How are you feeling about the season so far, Lick? You know, it's been an interesting season. Uh, as as we've seen so far, it's been a season unlike any other with uh, what's going on in the world. Uh, but, you know, we're still we're still getting to watch football. It might be a little different, but I'm, I'm loving it. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm really I'm really loving it. It's making it sort of feel normal. Absolutely. It's been I would say the Braves and uh, Sunday football have been my two highlights of uh, 2020 recently. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. What are you doing now to kill time now that the Braves blew a 3-1 lead? Uh, oh, man, you don't have to put it that way. But uh, I guess I'm going to double down on my fancy football efforts. Right. Uh, what else can I do with my time? I don't know. You tell me, man. You're you're doing well enough. You don't need to put any more time into it, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's not how you drive. It's how you arrive. We know how this league goes. There's, what, uh, six teams right now with only two losses or less? Anybody could get that first or second round by at this point. You're right. It's uh, definitely still up in the air. A lot to play for. It is. Of course, I forgot to start the timer. Um. So before we jump into our recaps, let's uh, check in on our uh, sponsor here real quick, Big Joe Smoke Show. You can find him over on Instagram at Big Joe Smoke Show. Uh, I'm going to crack my Miller here in uh, honor of Joey. I think I and, might join uh, you. Yeah. That was, that was a crispy crack on my end. That sounded delicious. I hope it, t- sound, I hope it tastes as delicious as this Miller. We're about to find out. Well – Look, let's get into our recaps here. Uh, in our first game, Dennis and 69 Daddy. Uh, dude, basically 69 Daddy had a bye week this week. Dennis scored 54.22 points, uh, and Rector scored uh, under the league average, but still 104.1 to pull off a win there. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't really look back at the uh, history here for this season, uh, point scored wise, but I didn't really think I need to. 54.22 is probably the lowest, worst week we've seen from any team this year. Uh, I mean, he, he only had Tom Brady was the only player in double digits. Uh, the rest of his team just non-existent. Where'd they go? What happened? Uh, I know he's going to be excited to get Kamara back next week, uh, but Dennis takes another L. Uh, yeah, and when you look at Rector's team, he could have only started Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill because they would have outscored Dennis's team. They combined for just a little over 60 points, uh, which is really nice uh, from those two guys. Um, he's a little worrying. You see Mark Andrews kind of going ghost mode. He only had four targets in that game on Sunday. Hopefully that's just a little anomaly and he gets back to being one of the top five you know, tight ends in the league. Did you keep him in another league by chance? I did. I did. I, I, I like it having him for the most part, uh, but he can go missing sometimes. And I wonder if that's just the offense that Ravens play. I know they love to, you know, run the ball, smash mouth football. Um, but I, I feel like sometimes Lamar forgets who his best, like, target is. I think he's better than Marquise Brown. Uh, I know they're different players, but what he means to the team, I think. But, yeah, hopefully – you know, they're on a bye this week, so hopefully they can uh, get that right and get their guy going. Absolutely. 
Uh, right there with another injury there, and Dalvin Cook not playing either. Uh, but he pulled through that. Another running back injury for him. Yes. Uh, in, our next, in our next matchup here, Daddy's Demise, Nate, might be time to get a new name. I don't know. Uh, you are 4-2, and two, though, so you might want to write it out. Uh, and why bother Chris at 85.04? Uh, Crystal just coming up short of that 100-yard, 100-point uh, mark again. Yep, he took another L. Um, I think Madison could have been the bust of the week. Uh, the big hype, you know, like you just said, Dalvin Cook was out. Um, everybody was hyping up Madison. Uh, they were playing the Falcons, who suck. Um, and he puts up a solid 3.5. So, goes to show you that maybe he's better as suited as a, a second running back on that team. Uh, and Chris really just didn't have a good week. Uh, he, six of his guys just didn't hit their projections. Um, Ebron, 1.9. I mean, Landry, Judy, just not good, not good. Uh, Chris still looking for that win. He's going to get it soon, I think. Uh, just didn't happen this week. And then when you look at Nate's team, um, Tyreek Hill uh, didn't really do much. It was a nasty game Monday night against the Bills. Um, and then Nate goes and sells them. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Uh, so that was interesting, mm-hmm. I thought. Um, and then we got Gronk. He's rising from the dead like a mummy. Uh, 16.3, best game of the season for him. It looks like maybe that connection he's always had with Brady could be coming out in Tampa. Um, and then when you look, just look at Nate's team, he's got so many flex options. It's pretty scary. I mean, in this game, he had Keenan Allen, Tyler Lockett, and T Higgins all on the bench and he still, you know, had a decent week. So something to look forward, forward to. Absolutely. Nate's putting uh, together a pretty good team here. Yes. Um, winning some, winning some games here recently. Absolutely. Uh, and our next matchup from last week, cry me a rib. Uh, I mean, Pool, Charles Cox, uh, 157.04, beat out Logan here, 71.38. Chuck with a great showing uh, this week. Logan, you know, again, kind of average there for him. Yeah, Logan, uh, Dearness Johnson, 0.1 points. Um, I don't know what that was. Could we maybe have seen the worst game of Aaron Rodgers' career on Sunday against Tampa? Uh, he looked really rattled. He, he, you know, he threw two picks in a row, I think, on – consecutive drives it was a rough game Uh, and then when you actually look at logan's team the receivers are actually not bad he's got a solid little core there maybe something to work with maybe he can make some moves down the road to help himself get a win or two we'll see what he can do Um, and then you had on chuck's side another big scoring week deshaun watson with his best game of the season 32 points he was flinging the ball down the field they still lost that game to tennessee but it was a fun one to watch uh, Kenyon Drake finally had a big game exploding. He was finally running, you know, north and south. I think maybe the Chase Edmonds talk has got him, you know, got him kick-started, and maybe that's what he needed. And then really probably the surprise of the season, one of the surprises of the season in my eyes, Justin Jefferson. I mean, good Lord. 166 yards, two touchdowns in this game. Overall, he's the number six receiver on the season. And Chuck got him at a great value with his fab bid. It was only $11. So we'll see how long that can last. Uh, like I said, it was against the Falcons, not the best secondary. But he is looking really good. Absolutely. Uh, in our next game this week, uh, Dan and Clovid. Dan pulled out another victory this week uh, against the upcoming Clovid, who's kind of trending up so far. 
Yeah, Dan got the W. My lock of the week. I felt a little nervous when I picked it. Uh, but, you know, Clint and Joey were on here last week, guest appearing, and they were talking mad shit. So I just had to go <laughs> I had to go with my gut, and Danny pulled it out. Um, looking like uh, he's got a solid little wide receiver core here. He's got A.J. Brown and Mark Cooper looking real good. And then, you know, when you add Michael Thomas into that shortly, uh, that's, that's pretty good right there for you. Um, hopefully this Miles Sanders injury isn't too bad for him. I know they've got a short week. They play tomorrow against the Giants. I think he's out in that game, but hopefully he'll be back shortly. And it looks like uh, Miles Gaskin really has secured and locked up that RB1 role in the Miami backfield. Uh, be interesting to see how he plays with Tua coming up. Uh, but then when you look at Clinton Joey, uh, really no production outside of their big uh, run- quarterbacks minus Ronald Jones. He had a really good game. He ran the ball well. He ran it hard. He, he looked good. Uh, but, you know, when you get a zero from your wide receiver, Nicole Hardman, and, you know, it's just it's not going to quite not going to get it done. But, you know, they it's just one one game. I'm sure they'll look to bounce back. I mean, they had Metcalf and Waller on a bye. And then Melvin Gordon was probably drinking and driving while he was watching the game. But, you know, it's like I said, it's just one game. We'll see what happens as the season goes. Sounds like Gordon's going to be back here uh, soon, too. Yeah, for sure. In our next next matchup, last but not least, uh, I lost to Laxer last week. My first loss of the season, 117.6 to 124.82. Um, really, in my opinion, what lost me the week was Matthew Stafford and Roethlisberger. Just, my quarterbacks just didn't show up at all. Um, you know, I did leave Julio on the bench, but I was trying to decide between him and Fuller. Um, I don't know if that would have – that may have won me the week, but – you know, who knows? Live and learn with that one. I'm okay at uh, five and one. Yeah, you know, it's just one game for you. You're still – I think you're still on top of the standings. Um, yeah, like you said, Stafford, he had a plus matchup against the Jags. And they, you know, they won that game pretty handily, but he still didn't play so well. I know Mixon got hurt during their game. He came back, which was good to see, though, for you. Um yeah. And Julio, yeah, he finally looks like you're going to be able to use him, which is kind of scary for the rest of us. Um, but, you know, a little down week for you just scoring-wise. You usually score more. Uh, but, you know, like I said, like you said, it's just one game. Um, and then when you look at Lax's team, I mean, we all got to, you know, get down on our hands and knees and praise Derrick Henry. He's amazing. Uh, King I mean, three games in a row he's had two rushing touchdowns. Uh, it's pretty – that's pretty hard to come by from anyone in the league in the NFL, which I'm sure Lax is loving that. Um, George Kittle, another a great week. Uh, in his last three games, he's had 33 targets. Uh, I don't know any other tight end getting that kind of looks. He's definitely the focal point of that offense, especially with the injuries they've got. Uh, so Lax has definitely has some good pieces. Uh, Josh Allen, though, he's you know he's coming back down to earth, more, maybe around more of what people thought he would be coming in the year. So maybe he can bounce back. We'll have to see. But, you know, Lax takes the win here, and it was a big big matchup. It was fun to watch. Absolutely. It was a good time. Uh, let's go over some waiver moves this week. There were quite a few moves this week. Uh, the bids were back up uh, in the numbers again. Uh, number one going overall was Mike Williams, $42. Who would have thought that Mike Williams would have gone for that much this year? Um, Daddy's Demise took Tua. Uh, for 32, trying to add on to that bench and keeping Chuck away from taking him there. 
Uh, any thoughts on those top two guys there? Uh, big money moves. The the big thing that sticks out to me is now that obviously Nate is out of fab. It's, you know, halfway through the season. We'll see how that can affect him. But he must have thought he saw something in Tua, and now he's got, you know, a couple of QBs to choose from, and he just made that trade to get uh, Lamar. So he's definitely got some options there. Mike Williams, uh, he's he looked really good in the last game he played. Uh, the big question, I think, always with him is, can he stay healthy? I mean, he gets hurt so often, but he looks like a really good, you know, he's got a good connection with Herbert. Um, so we'll see how that plays out for Nicholson. Absolutely. Uh, interesting that uh, Nate has already spent all his money, kind of the yin and yang. It uh, is. If you after count- after holding, up, holding it back in the draft, he's, uh, he's flip-flopped here. It, absolutely. Uh, A.J. Green <laughs> went for $17. Um, to 69 daddy, uh, Tim Patrick, wide receiver, Denver, went to Clovid for 15, 12, Boston Scott. We'll see how long another, uh, maybe a replacement there for Mike Davis for Chuck. Um, essentially Deontay Johnson going to Nicholson there. I'm a big Deontay Johnson fan. I have a few stakes in him. Uh, he's just been, to me, he's been the, uh, uh, the injury prone guy, you know, that you kind of have every year, the fuller type guy. It's just been him so far, but he, the the potential's there, and that twelve dollars might be very well spent. It is. Dude. I don't know if Ben wants to throw at anybody other than fucking Claypool, but we'll see. <laughs> he seems to. The last two weeks, at least, he loves he loves to hand it off to him. I think that's what Big Ben's really enjoying, honestly. Yeah, as long as I have to work out that arm. Yeah, exactly. He only got me ten points. Lost me the week. Um, Joshua Kelly, another Charger or a Chargers running back bouncing around there. Uh, lots of LA running backs bouncing around. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, a potential uh, solid quarterback there, going for only $7 on a tight quarterback market. Do you feel good about that pickup? Well, I feel better about it when I realize that both of my other guys are on bye week nine. I'm trying to plan ahead some. So I'm trying to, uh, you know, lower that, the, the blunt of that. Um, so we'll see. I don't, I don't know if I trust him that much, but he's played well, you know, other than that game that he started. I think he was already hurt, and they came out and said, you know, we shouldn't have used him. Uh, but other than that, he's looked pretty good. And, you know, with their running game banged up, they might have to throw it more. So that's what I'm banking on. We'll see. Absolutely. Well, let me know if you need a uh, another quarterback trade for I've got three in rotation right now. All right, I'll, I'll take a look. We'll see. I'm, Wentz is starting to pick it up, though, so I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying Wentz. Hey. He's got the talent. He just needs to produce on the field. Uh, Waffles no more. Logan picked up Austin Hooper here. He is playing the waiver wire. Uh, you know, could be a potentially good pickup. Um, and then again, he picked up Leonard Fournette for one dollar. That might be have been uh, a smart move there. Um, it, uh, a lot of upside there for hey, Fournette. He could we'll see if he can ever get back on the field. You can get on the field. But, you know, is, with a yeah. dollar, you're not risking much, so it's a gamble. I'm sure Logan's willing to take. Hey, I'll take a lottery ticket for a dollar. It's not too yeah, bad. You never know. You could win. You could win. You could win. Win. The worst you can do is lose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <And he> started... <laughs> um, well, it's that time of the week. Let's introduce our guest here. Uh, this week, I'm, we have another fancy champion joining us here. Uh, the man that probably made the best pick in one or two draft history, taking Camara while he was passed out on his keyboard. Uh, Nicholson, welcome to the pod. What's up, Brother Price? Superior Cam. How's it, How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's going, man. I'm enjoying the season so far. 
That's good to hear. Good. Are things are things different watching out there in Apex? You know, um, I mean, <laughs> with that Monday miracle, I would say so. Um, you know, I knew I knew that was coming quick. <laughs> Down a good, uh, what, what was it, fifty points? Um, I needed fifty points for my quarterback and two free agent scrubs, and somehow went up against your two best players and pulled it out. Well, when so I guess there's some magic out there. Hold on to the ball. <laughs> I called like at least two of those fumbles. You did, you did, and that's what really made me angry. <laughs> it's like you spoke it into existence somehow. I don't know what kind of power you have, but you need to you need to chill out a little. Hey, man, it's uh, just be humble. It gets you far. <laughs> don't rename your no. team. <laughs> that's right. Hey, when you get that second trophy, come chat with me. Hey, I still got the ring, so. <laughs> oh, we knew you did. Oh, we knew it. You got to you gotta get that. <laughs> get that in the mail tonight if you can. All right. Watch out for those shipping fees. They'll get you. <laughs> uh, the final there was 103.88 for Nicholson, 94.04. Um if you want to run through this, Nicholson, what uh, you, you already talked about, Kyler Murray there, 28.92. Drew Locke only got you 3.46, but you still seem to uh, pull it out there on Monday night. Yeah, I mean, I knew I was playing a good player. I knew at the end of the day I would still be ahead of him just based on my points. Um, you know, Chark's injury, I kind of – it's one of those weeks where I was just going to punt it just to not have to drop a player. Just made a couple of random pickups, you know, just – just saw Kenlick over there, you know, gloating, just getting real cocky, making a trade, getting Zeke. I just, I just knew he was smiling. He was eyeing this, this game on his calendar. So, you know, I just, just wanted to be low key, throwing a little gallop there, throwing a little Kirk for a stack. And <laughs> honestly, it was a miracle I won. I had no business <laughs> starting Drew Locke. Um, his last two passes were negative four points combined. Um, at the same time, Carson Wentz dropped 25 points in about eight minutes. So I, I went and took a shower. I was like, this week's over. Um, but then, uh, yeah, I think I think he, he won't admit it, but I think he tried to stick it to me a little bit with that Jasicki pick, you know. I mean, I, I played him in my flex, tight end spot. I mean, he's been in and out my team all year long. He threw him in there, goosed. It was, it was beautiful. Yes. Two, two, he had two that, targets coming off a 91-yard game. Two targets. The same he amount of jets. targets he as the, the other Titans on his team caught passes. He, so. he played the Jets. You knew they'd be running it up. They don't need him. Big Mike That's, only comes in when it's uh, crunch time. I guess. I will, say, I will say you did miss out on a big opportunity. Um, the minute you drafted Swift, I think I probably talked, you know, the entire night about how shitty that pick was, how he sucked, how he was third string the whole way home. I mean, I think he told me to shut up at least once, you know, <laughs> you had him in there 11 or no, 1259. I was like, fuck, he's going to pop off. And you benched him and he <laughs> blows up a couple touchdowns, big runs. Just looks like, I mean, a future hall of famer, to be honest. I've never seen some, some of those <laughs> runs are just incredible. Um, not to mention, you know, my birthday, you know, picked up Cooks, was really happy. He goosed for me. I was really depressed. And I could tell you're over there laughing at me. You scooped him up. And what'd you do? You didn't start him. So it's just, 
I mean, you got to blame the manager there. I mean, if this was in Europe, you'd be sacked. <laughs> I, I 100% take credit for this loss. I 100%. I was more stressed out in my Sunday life than I've ever been on Sunday. And I, the one minute I had to look at this team, I think I flip-flopped those guys three times, Swift and Harris. And I, you know, I just, I just made the wrong, I made the wrong decision. I mean, I can see, I can see you're potentially going for a floor game with Harris just because you thought you had the win, but I thought that the, I thought the Patriots were going to be winning that game and they would just be running it down their throat to kill the game off. So (laughs) So it shows you what I know, but also can we talk about Juju? Juju, what is going on with Juju? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think anybody knows. And is he playing? What is going on? It's really sad. Yeah, I think. We, and the issue's name is Claypool. The issue's name for all of the fantasy production right now in Pittsburgh is Claypool. He's hogging all the fantasy points, and he needs to he share. He needs to share. He's being. He's, well, yeah. I mean, even James Washington blew up last week. I know. I mean, I think his immaturity is starting to show. I mean, he's just a, he's an e gamer. He just needs to get off the field and. Pick up the six. He just wants to score touchdowns right. and do his TikTok dances. That's all. Well, let me let me ask you guys this question. Uh, one of you has Clyde Edwards-Lair. One of you has Le'Veon Bell. I know there's been rumors, but, um, I mean, there has to be a bet on this. Who's going to have the better rest of the season? I, I think it's Clyde, no question. I think it's Bell. I mean, you, you, you saw CEH, you know, Bell came over. He, he was literally, you know – hands on his counter looking at himself in the mirror like come on Clyde we got to do it this week you know your career's on the line they're bringing him bell we got it we got to run it and he had a hell of a game and the reason he had a hell of a game because he was scared and why is he scared Bill's coming to town so I think and I'm willing to put the bet you know right now we can do 20 bucks you know if you want rest of season 20 dollars and have more points Twenty dollars. I'm I'm down. I'm in. What's what's that? A Jefferson? Let's put it. Let's put a J on. A Justin Jefferson on it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm down. I I'm not scared of Le'Veon Bell. He is past it in my opinion. He's coming off an injury. Let's not forget. He's coming off an injury. Um, they're not going to need to use him now. That's the thing. They're going to wait to use him in the playoffs when they need him, and then they'll have Clyde in the wings. The the the, the Chiefs. They know what they're doing here. They're gonna. They're gonna Darryl, be really. Darryl good. Williams scores a touchdown. I think Bell's gonna be straight. That's because Clyde had every touch up until that twenty yard line. And let's not forget that he had the second week in a row. He's had a touchdown callback because of a stupid penalty. Second week in a row. It's not his fault. He, he's not the one out there making all the holds or running the the illegal uh, pass interference. Uh, I'm looking at you, Travis Kelsey. Um, he's not the one. He's doing his job. It's the other people that are around him that are failing. All right, let's see. What's your knock on Bell? What's what's the one thing he's got just... too much mileage? He's uh, he's past. He's not quick. He waits too long. That line is sort of beat up a little. I mean, they look really good, I'll say, but I don't think he's going to do it. I mean, they might they might line him out wide and use Clyde as the running back. You just you don't know. But I think I just think you, you don't spend a first round pick in the draft to bench to bench him. I don't you don't you don't you don't pick up Bell if you're confident in your first round pick. They dude, they just want they just want cover, I think, in my mind. Here's the thing. You say he's got too much mileage, but what is what are his best attributes? His vision and his his patience. You don't lose that with age. You lose your agility, your speed, all that, but 
His vision, his patience, he's always going to have. He hasn't lost that yet. That's true. So he might what, be able to see so the, the 20 hole, bucks can is he for, get so. to the hole? That's the question. I don't know. With that fumble that CEH had last week that, you know, you know he, they said he was down, but okay. Someone paid the refs. You know, he might he might not get any carries. We'll see. Uh, oh. <laughs> he clearly As I said, I'm willing to put the 20 on. I'll I'll shake the phone. We're not Soldier Boy. We ain't right. through the phone, but I'll shake through the phone. It sounds like a podcast bet to me. Twenty dollars is on the line. Sounds like a guarantee. We're gonna have some updates on this bet. I'll bring the season. it up every every week. If I have to. <laughs> uh, next week, Nicholson, you're playing Laxer. Uh, what are you thinking about that? You guys have both have good running backs. You both, I mean, you both have good quarterbacks. Both have good running backs. Uh, good wide receivers. I mean, you've got good matchups across the board there. Yeah, I'm not too worried about Darnell City. Um, <laughs> you know, D- Derrick Henry. I mean, what do you have? 38 points last week. I mean, he's due to just fall off against Pittsburgh. So, not too worried there. You starting Zach Moss, uh, <laughs> a rookie second string in a horrible running game. Um, <laughs> Josh Allen. I mean, I-, I like him. So, I hope he bounces back. I mean, they've got the Jets. So. Maybe Mosses get some garbage time. Um, Galladay's going to eat against Atlanta. Evans, I can't stand him. He might catch a couple uh, four-inch touchdowns. Um, but then, you know, going all out on, on Henry Ruggs three, you know, during the bye week. I mean, he has <laughs> – I mean, boom or bust. I mean, that's fine. I guess you got to shoot for the stars against the uh, gay. But um, pairing <laughs> that with Corey Davis against Pittsburgh, I mean – this guy is, I mean, he's he's on AskJeeves.com for waiver pickups. I don't know where he gets these. I think he's looking at targets. He seems to be picking uh, wide receivers based on overall targets is what I assume. Okay, well, maybe Rooks does have targets, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, T- Teddy against New Orleans, I mean, they kind of know Teddy. I'm a little worried about that game as a Panthers fan. Um. It looks like he's got the most checks on this box score, but this shit's bull. <laughs> I've got a full lineup for the first time in a little while. Um, I'm talking a lot of smack, so I'll probably under or underperform myself. But, you know, I'm hoping, you know, Kittle, JR, Robert Tanyan pops off like I know he can. Um, Lay Bell, I mean, I think he could potentially win me that 20 bucks this week. Let's see. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then honestly, Philip Lindsay, I mean, I watched that game cause I had drew Locke, but I mean, he looked great. He was energetic, quick. I mean, I mean, just keep, keep Melvin in the drunk tank. I mean, this could be his team this year. So we'll see how we go. Um, DJ Charles kind of been a bust, but that's what Mike Williams is there for. Uh, I mean, I really like that Chargers team. I, I really like Herbert. I mean, that guy's going to be a stud NFL Probably Hall of Famer, calling it early, I know. But, you know, to see him, it might connect a lot uh, the other week. Uh, I think he could potentially be uh, something special this year. Good stuff. Well, I tell you what, um, sounds like a guarantee to me. If you and Lax uh, make a bet on this, we'll do a podcast update. I'm just saying because I'm sure Lax will have something to say about that. Yeah, I can't wait to hear Lax's uh, response to that. It's pure, <laughs> pure nonsense, but it's, it's entertaining. I haven't heard the words "ask Jeeves" in ten years. 
<laughs> I think there might be a self-heart in there, too, from life. You can only assume that he'll give himself a heart. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Nicholson, I've enjoyed talking about your uh, your matchups here. We're going to go through the scoreboard here, and then we're going to go through some power rankings, and I'm, I'll be interested to hear your thoughts on power rankings as well as uh, some of the matchups next week, if that sounds good to you guys. Yeah, my chime in. All right, all right. Uh, next week, running through our matchups real quick. Uh, Nowinski's going to be playing uh, Chuck, Logan, and Nate. Uh, Gay Price and Laxer, of course, we've, we've gone through that matchup in depth here. An 0-6, 1-5 matchup here of Dennis and Chris, oh, brothers. That's a good matchup there. Herbert, your boys in that matchup. That would be interesting. Um, stinky Team versus 69 Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> those teams uh three and three four and two and then uh cloven 19 and bernard price i know cloven's trending up so uh we'll see what happens there uh power rankings this week getting into the dirty here uh we have some so not a not too much movement i think our biggest mover was chuck he moved up to uh other than that just maybe a spot or two here although the mystery ranker made some uh wild swings from last week um, sorry, hold on. Let me edit that real quick. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the top three this week, Bernard Price, uh, and then Charm City, and then Gay Price moved up one. The uh, mystery ranker there had Gay Price number one. Uh, the first person to be ranked number one outside of, I think, Rector, and to receive any number one rankings this season outside of Rector and I. Uh, so Gay Price got a got a oh, yeah. number one ranking How do you there. Feel about that, Nicholson? Uh, uh, I want to know this mystery ranker. Take him out on a, a nice dinner. <laughs> I mean, I think he yeah. I think he sees the uh, the dual quarterback threat that I impose on uh, pretty much anyone week week to week. Maybe a little Olive Garden dinner with some breadsticks. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> I will. You were also ranked, ranked as low as five in the power ranking, so you definitely had the largest swing of the group. That's fine. I know that was probably you. No, I've ranked you three, <laughs> okay, actually. All right. The last three weeks. Well, then I know it's you. Was it was me. <laughs> it was me. I mean, you beat me. That's not too saying too much. He actually had uh, Nate ranked three, his old roommate there, who actually came in fourth. Uh, honestly, those top four rankings are really close. Uh, three and four are really close, um, and then one and, and then two and three are really close. Uh, but moving down through there, four, five, six, seven. We've got Nate at four, uh, Chuck at five, moving up two spots there. Uh, Stinky team at six, which is really interesting. If I'm not mistaken, no, yeah, that's what you are on the rankings, but you're only four and two. You know, you kind of fell. There in the last couple of weeks, how do you feel about that? You're all with it, all the way down to six. Are you scared of falling out of the playoffs at all? Maybe. I'm uh, gonna need my guys to, you know, wake up, wake the fuck up, and start playing, playing some football. It would be nice. Um, I I put myself seven. I think Joey and Clint's team is better than mine right now. I mean, it was close for Dan to be higher than me. He's on a two game win streak. I, my team, they need to show me something here to get me excited because I'm starting to lose some hope here. 
But yeah, you were ranked as high as five by the mission ranker and as low as seven by yourself, and I had you right in the middle. It's, it's you know, it, you can't point fingers at anybody but yourself. And, it, you know, it's not just the team, it's the manager. And I have to reflect on, you know, decisions I've made and try to do better in the future. Can we reflect on 38 bucks for Damian Harris and how you feel about that? That's a long term. That was a long term uh, uh, bet bid there. Um, that's what I'm sticking to. Fair. I will take the. I'll take the All loss right. on Snell for sure. I got excited. <laughs> for God. But you know, it, it it like I said, like I said, it's Just a material thing too. I, I've been there. I know what to, I know what needs to be done. I can do better. Fair enough. Uh, right outside of the playoffs uh, in the power rankings, that is, we have seven, eight, and nine, uh, which are all ranked very closely. Cloven 19 at seven. Dan moving up to eight. Uh, Dan, I think it may have been ranked as low as uh, 10 starting in the power rankings. He's moved up to eight. So he's uh, on the trend upward here. Uh, and then nine is 69, Daddy, who continues to trend down uh, from the number one ranking earlier in the season. Uh, and then Dennis, uh, Chris and Logan, of course, rounding out the bottom three as they have the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the bottom there is not looking likely to change too much. Um, There's only one win combined between those three right now. So it lots could have of been more there. for Dennis. And I know we say it every week, uh, but you just, I mean, you just didn't start as players. Yeah. Dennis could probably have, what, three wins? I, I mean, so, he could be yeah. in, he could be That's right. in place right now. Yeah. Well, um, any last thoughts on the power rankings there, Nicholson? I know you probably have something to wrap us up. Uh, man, those bottom two just suck. Uh, <laughs> I'm really open, you know, in the wins he can climb. It's fun to watch him win. Uh, he's he's both humble. Um, <laughs> he's a great loser. He's a great sack. He's a great – he's too good of a loser. I want him to win. I find myself pulling for him. I, know, I want him to win. I want Nicholson – or I want uh, Nowinski to, to talk shit about winning, going on a win streak. I will allow him to talk shit if he does his Sacco Challenge soon. Well, that's kind Still of – yeah, yet yeah, yeah we need that. to get that We might plan. need to get Rector back on here to uh, iron out these details and get this done before he has to be running when it's like 30 degrees outside. That's true. We need to get in touch with Rector. Really we need to get that to. planned out. I think the whole league would love to see it. We could do a pre-Thanksgiving. Because, I mean, I, I feel like most of our weeks at work are pretty late during Thanksgiving. Maybe do like a Tuesday run slash eat. I mean, do that. Down. We just... Uh, we'll have to see what uh, if uh, his schedule 100%. lines up with that. I'm down though. We, it needs to be done though. I mean, it's we're already ha- almost halfway through the season. Let's let's get it going. Let's get it going, Rector. Let's let's get some insight here. We want to hear. We want to see it. Well, speaking of Dan, it is that time of the week. Uh, our favorite cod- podcast segment here. Uh, Dan, the weatherman's here with his weather report. How's it looking, Dan? Thanks, Bernard. A couple of great games coming this weekend with even better temps to follow. We got a stunning 85-degree day and a chilly 54 low for the night. Wait a minute. Sorry, folks. I got my numbers mixed up here. <laughs> Yikes. Those are actually Chris and Dennis's score from last week. <laughs> Woof. Not going to be an easy game for either one of these teams when they go head-to-head Sunday. 
Going to be an absolute scrap for points, and maybe with a combined effort, they can get over 100. Dennis has got some bi-week players, but never count them out. High chance they could get the start this week. To keep up with the theme of these teams, the lows this weekend for Charlotte and Richmond are going to be 60 degrees and 54 degrees. Chris, I suggest you break out the jacket and start a full lineup. Enjoy the first win of the season. If we turn our heads from the dumpster fire, you'll be able to catch the barn burner between Cam and Lax. Sunday in Apex, looking to be 68 degrees with a 40% chance of rain, which will still be warmer than the chilly 57 degrees expected for Baltimore. Temps aren't the only thing cooling down for Lax, though. CMC ain't back yet, so enjoy that high of Toplin number one Bernard for a few more days. Because unlike Ruggs' six total catches for the season, you won't be seeing six wins yet. Nicholson takes this one as comfortably as sitting next to Nate's fire pit on these cold, cold nights. Kickers were all the chat last week, and this week is no different. I was shocked while scouring the waivers to find Jason Sanders still available in two of my leagues. Unreal. Number one kicker, he's averaging 11.3 points. Check your waivers for him. He's on a bye this week, but I feel because he's on the Dolphins, people just assume he's not good. Fake news. This is Weatherman Dan, and that's the weather report. All right, thanks a lot, Dan, for those messages, and be safe out there on those large waves. All right, guys, let's get our predictions done for this week. Um, Lick, what's your lock of the week? My lock of the week is actually going to involve our special guest. I'm going to have to pick Nicholson as the lock of the week over Charm City. I love, I love having, uh, you know, when he has Russell and Kyler both in there, I think his receivers could go a little crazy. And maybe, I don't know about Bell. Bell, no, probably not Bell. But everybody else, I think, will do well. And I think Lax has a little bit of sketchy matchups. I'm going Nicholson, lock, market. Yes, sir. Let's go. What about your lock of the week, Gabe Price? Um, you I got? Mean, this guy, I mean, you, you can't really pick against him. I'm going to go Darnell City. Uh, his team's just too hot right now. There's no way he can lose this week. So, lock it in. Wait, you're locking in Laxer? Yeah. <laughs> reverse psychology, right? Reverse. I was going to say, that's the reverse mush right there, if I've ever seen it. Um, I'm going to lock in Lick, uh, the stinky team over 69 Daddy. He continues to fall to the bottom, unfortunately. Uh, stinky team. Have a little confidence. You're going to go five and two. We'll see what Rector does with his tight end position. Um, he's got Andrews on a bye, and he says he's got three guys he can't drop. He might take a goose egg there. That might be interesting to see. I, I really think he's got something in the works. You know he always loves to trade. Yeah, that's a tough thing to do when you're three and three. It's he's just got a win, zero. So I feel like he's gonna make a move. Exactly. My game of the week to watch though is gonna be uh why bother and Dennis. I until you change your name, I'm not gonna see your say your team name because I can't say it. Uh oh six and one and five there. Uh can Chris score hundred? And if he can, can Dennis? Honestly? Uh we'll see. I think there might be upset. The first hundred might win that game. First, uh, yeah, you know the old college basketball rule, first to 100. 
My uh, my game to watch <laughs> is going to be the surging Daniel Nowinski, Sacco against Crying Me a River, uh, Chuck. Uh, Dan's on a little bit of a roll, and so is Chuck. Chuck is scoring. Dan is winning. These two are colliding, and I can't wait to see what happens. That would be a good one to watch. Well, guys, any uh, parting uh, monologues for our guest here, Nicholson or Gay or uh, Lynn? All I've got to say is everybody has the right. We, we live in America. Please get out there and vote. Make yourself heard. Uh, do yourself some justice. Let's, let's uh, shape the future of this nation. That's a good point. You have till November third. Early voting, uh, which is also goes through Halloween, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, and then voting day, November third. So get out there, do your uh, social duty. Mooney, who you got in the World Series? Uh, yeah, you've got to go, Dodgers, man. Uh, They woke up in that ninth inning against the Braves, the game that we won, uh, game four, I think it was. Uh, when they scored those runs and we just barely held them off. After that, that series was over. They were going to win the World Series no matter what. So we'll see. Good luck to the Dodgers. I think they're going. To- I think the uh, the question is who's going to win this weekend? NC State or Tar Heels? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, we all know that. We all know the answer to that. Nobody. They did not deserve to be ranked number. Five. I just think they Dennis Leary going down. It's you know Hawkman. Like what's there to lose? I mean. If anything, Tim Beck was opening up the playbook with him early on in the season. You can kind of see he was holding back with Leary despite how, you know, well he was playing. We were still relying on the run game. So, I mean, we just might go. I mean, we were pretty, you know, we kept it close to the vest in the last game. I, I think he was hiding a couple trick plays. You think so? I think so, man. We're going to – I think we're definitely going to need to lean on the run game and try to control the clock. I mean, we've got, you know, Person and uh, Bam. Hopefully they can – get it done, get some first downs, and use the clock. Maybe we'll see a little bit of Finley. I doubt it. But if Hogman yeah, throws not. enough picks, it could happen. I don't know. I mean, we benched Bam for, what, three quarters for no reason. So, seeing him in a full game, um, the UNC decommit Peyton Wilson with, what, 19 tackles, two interceptions last week. I mean, Joey, Joey's favorite he could player. be going nuts next week. So, we'll see. Yeah, you know he's going to tear someone's head off. It's going to be awesome. Oh, he's diving at ankles all day. I love, dude, I love him and Drake. Drake is awesome. It'll be a good watch. Well, guys, I think that's it for us. Lick. Have a good rest of the week, boys. We out. Tuna fish. Tuna fish.